your host, Elizabeth McIrvin. Mr. in the Radio Waves is a podcast where a cast of actors and comedians perform a classic radio play and then improvise jokes, characters, and stories. What the heck are radio plays and where do they come from? Well, the golden age of radio was an era of radio in the U.S. in the 1920s to the 1960s where the main source of entertainment was radio programming before people owned televisions on a larger scale. The programs would have the same range as TV shows today. There were weekly medical dramas, romances, mysteries, true crime, etc. It's such an interesting part of entertainment history that we hope to revive a little on this podcast. Just the great storytelling, not the racist, sexist crap. This week, we are performing an excerpt from the radio play Murder Unlimited from the series Silver Theater. The original air date was March 9th, 1941. After we do a couple of pages of the play, we kind of continue the story, but we improvise it. And it's super funny. I laughed a lot while I was editing it. I know you guys are really going to enjoy it. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Enjoy. Good evening, folks, and a hearty welcome to our drive-in theater. We have a wonderful evening's entertainment lined up for you. One that will provide several hours of pleasurable relaxation and diversion for you and your family. Did you fail to dress up for tonight's show? No tie, an old shirt and slacks, a house dress? Well, don't give it a thought. We're glad you came as you are. We just want you to enjoy yourselves. Don't forget to visit our refreshment center during the intermission or any time. You love the tasty array of snacks we have to offer. So will the youngsters. Everything is quality and mm, so good. We hope you'll make this a weekly visit. Bring the family, bring your friends. There are always wonderful new pictures to see, delightful snacks to nibble, a gay, pleasant evening for all. Oh, a word of caution. Don't drive over 10 miles an hour in the theater area for your safety's sake. And mom or pop, go with the kids when they leave the car. We hope you have a wonderful time. Come back soon. Last week, love, as it does to all men, came to Ken Phillips, managing editor of the Evening Times. So he proposed to one of his employees, Dorothy Scott, a shy, sweet, modest little girl who, as our story opens, is rushing to her lover on wings of song. Well, anyway, she's rushing. Oh, Miss Scott, I'm afraid Mr. Phillips can't. Oh, is that so? I see you hiding under that desk now. You listen to me, Ken. We're going to settle this thing once and for all. Now, uh, Dorothy, I told you last night, that showgirl at the Conga Club had absolutely no right to call me Poppy. I didn't come to talk here about showgirls. I came here to... <clears throat> Mr. Phillips, there's a man out here to see you, and... Listen, dear Mr. Phillips is... Busy. Oh, okay. And never mind, oh. You know what I mean, we're talking. Ken, we might as well face it. I'm perfectly willing to marry you. I don't care what anyone says about you, and I love you, but- Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Do you know how long I've worked and labored and struggled on this paper without being given a big assignment? Yes, three weeks. 
Right, and I want action, not a pension. You solemnly pro promised to let me be a reporter and send me on a big story. And so I will, dear. I I've just been looking through some of your work. Your style of writing is has improved tremendously. You have a natural flair for obituaries. Obituaries? I know what you're doing. You're trying to break my spirit. Honey, Superman couldn't even bend your spirit. <laughs> I'll give you one last chance. Are you going to let me be a reporter or... Never mind, never mind, I'll get it. Now what, dear? Um, this man, um, here, he insists on seeing Mr. Phillips. He wants to see the body. Only relatives are allowed. What do you mean? Telling somebody I'm dead. Well, what do you expect? I've been writing obituaries so long, I'm, I'm getting corpse, co corpse conscious. I wanted to be assigned to something big like, well, like the Murder Unlimited story. Oh, you do? Just like that? Yes, just like that. Well, that's fine. I thought you'd like it. My staff spent six months trying to uncover a mysterious organization that deals in wholesale murder, which, for the first time being, we'll call Murder Unlimited. And you think you can solve it just like that? Yes, just like that. We, we don't know whether we're coming or going. You've got it all figured out. We're completely in the dark. I've got it all figured out. Psst. 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 Who did that? Me. Well, don't do it again. What's the matter? Is there something wrong with your vows? Look, sister, I'm Johnny. You certainly are. Go away. Now look, tell the big shot is there to let me in and stop giving me the brush off, will you? I'm the guy that can give him the lowdown of the murder unlimited. Did you say the, the yeah. murder? Murder unlimited. Shh. Hey, hey, what's the idea? Get your hands out of my mouth. Shh. Don't say a word. We're being watched. Come on down the hall. I want to see you alone. Yeah, but why do you? Here, quick, we can talk in this broom closet. Hey, I don't want to go in no broom closet with you. What's the matter? Are you bashful? Get in there before somebody sees you. Sit down on that bucket there. I don't like this. It ain't respectable. Are you comfy? What do you mean, comfy? I've been trying to tell you this, this bucket I'm sitting on is full of water. That's just fine. Now, tell me everything you know about Murder Unlimited. Come on, come on, come on. Well, you see these handcuffs? Go ahead, look at them. And this here wallet. Detective Sergeant Murphy. Yeah, that cop was murdered last night. Oh, why you? I didn't do it. I didn't kill him. Oh. But uh, for 500 bucks, I can tell you to the, I can take you to the hideout of the gang that did. 500? Why, no wonder they call you Johnny. Wait till I see how much I have in my purse. 20, 30, 40. Uh -huh. Oh, no peeking. 45. That's all you got? 45? No, wait. Here's another one. 46 cents. Cents? You sort of remind me of Sade Smith. Who's Sade? Friend of mine who lives up in the big house. Johnny, will you take me there for $50 cash and the rest when I get the story? Well... 
if you ain't got the rest handy, I guess I'll have to. I'll meet you at my place in, oh, about an hour. All right. And I'll dress up classy like Sade Smith. Where, where, where is your place? Down the street a couple blocks, upstairs from the fish market. Johnny, are you busy? Would you rather I came back later? Quiet was unlocked the whole time. Hello, well, that's funny. I'd swore you had company. Johnny? Johnny, what are you doing on the floor? Uh, I've been shot. Oh, well, that's too bad. Listen, I, I gotta tell you something before I die. Die? Oh, no, 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 you can't do that. Wait here, I'll, I'll phone the police. No, no, there isn't time. Find, find a man with a scar. You just leave everything to me, Alf, who? The big fella that shot me, the head of Murder Unlimited. He has a scar on his arm, a scar all the way from his elbow to his wrist. Well, can't you think of something else to identify him? Scar. Scar. I know, but I can't very well go around town asking all the men to take their coats off. I mean, after all. Well, Johnny, I see you're not going to be any help to me anymore. Uh, Maybe a little kick will make, will elevate your mood. Kick. Uh, with my last breaths. Tell me who killed you. I already told you, it gave him a perfect description. He has a scar on his left arm. You told me one thing about his body and it's the middle of, it's the middle of summer. I don't know how I could possibly identify this man. There's not much time. Kick. I remember another detail. Oh, brilliant. He had a hangnail on his right ring finger. Hangnail, kick, what about it? I didn't. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. Here's a description, but we still don't have enough time. So listen, hangnail on his right ring finger. Hangnail, hangnail. It could just be driven off by madness by now. Well, Kick. oh, why are you kicking me? I'm just trying to reinvigorate you and your body. Well, it's not working. Look, my, my mother always said a swift kick the stomach when you're down is the best thing to revive a dead man. Oh, I think I'm dying. Oh. Cut to her um, at the docks asking somebody questions about the case. Look, lady, I told you I didn't know anything, okay? And I got to get to stacking these boxes because that's my job and I'm very busy. Look, you were, I'm just looking for a man with with, I think, a scar on his left arm and a, possibly a hangnail, although God knows that that's not helpful. If, do you know anyone like that in the area? Um, I would say that's about just about everybody that I work with. Um, I mean, these are very physical jobs. People are getting cut um, and injured. You know, that's why we have- Damn it, another hangnail! Oh, see, another one just happened there. Happens all the time, happens every day. Good luck with your search, lady. I'm gonna go back to stacking these boxes. Hangmail man! Hangmail man! Yes! It's me! Show me your arm, take off your shirt, and show me your arm! Well, this is very forward, but I guess... Wait a minute, who are you? I'm Dorothy. I'm a rambunctious woman on a case. Okay, as long as you're not my neighbor who's been watching me through the windows. You can look at my shirtless torso. Thank you. Uh, 
drat, nothing. Oh, we I cut to we cut to the to a local burn unit. Um, so yeah, Miss Scott, you're you're uh, you're here. You said you wanted to come and did you want to you wanted to help out with something? You wanted you wanted to volunteer. Is that what you wanted? I'd love to volunteer. I'd love to meet everyone that's had an injury ever in the last, you know, 30 to 50 years, particularly on the left side of their body. Um, yes, I'd love well, to. Well, okay, yeah, this is, okay, yeah, well, the, you know, this is the uh, children's unit. Um, if you wanna, you know, they, the, the kids like to play and do things like, you know, yeah, yeah, if you wanna get in right. there and uh, avoid any fire truck stuff, though. So. Dorothy. Oh, hello. It's it's me, John Jack. Johnny, Johnny Jack. 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 Yeah, Johnny. Yeah, you remember me from middle school? Well, anyway, I've been burnt on ninety nine percent of my body, so I'm just a big scab now. So sorry, but I'll give you a swift kick, and then you'll feel all better. Kick. Oh. Kick. <laughs> well, I'm. You I'm, I'm, I'm definitely available to, you know, just to help tag along and figure out this investigation. I'd love to do that, but I'd also love to rid you of your pain by giving you a little kick. Oh. Excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me, ma'am. I'm so sorry. I just, I saw you across from the room. You cannot um, kick um, our patients. Please, please do not do that. This man is more invigorated ever before, than he ever before has been in his entire life. He's a personal friend. I love him. I care about him. I want him to do the best. So I'm just going to kick, give him a little Sorry, kick. I understand that's your medical opinion, ma'am. That's your medical opinion. But I'm going to tell you the medical opinions everybody in this hospital is that you should not be kicked when you are in the burn unit and you look like a scab. Um, so I'm going to go ahead. Cut to Dorothy and her mother. Cut to Dorothy and her mother. Honey, you know, I'm a doctor, but I'm also your mother. And you know, when you hear me and dad throwing things and fighting, we're not really fighting. I'm just showing love by kicking your dad really hard because he just makes me feel like I need to help him. And every time you need to help someone, just remember to give them a swift kick and you can help them in many ways. So don't worry if you hear us shouting and throwing things. It is not what you think. Okay, mom, thank you. Let's cut to uh, let's cut to the newspaper editor boss, uh, his his office. Uh, hey, Ken. Ken, some Ken, you're in here, yeah? Somebody, anybody yeah. in here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was uh, yeah. reading about a hangout or something. So. Yeah, yeah I, sorry, man. I I know you 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 were hiding under your desk. Looks, you've got a, a ring of of murders after you and. It seems like, you know, you should have like maybe 24 seven police protection or something that look, I'm worried about you. Your, your bodyguard got murdered last night and you're just like yes. coming to work doing normal shit. What's going on, man? Because we're doing the that? last place they'd think I'd go, obviously. Why would, who'd, who'd go to work if they're being stopped? Okay. Well, so you're going about your normal day because something is wrong. So you're doing the op I, I, I kind of get that. I kind of understand I'm that. I'm saying it's smart. You know, you have to put yourself in danger to not get killed. Everyone knows that. Got okay. to the outside restaurant with, with Ken. And um, Mr. Mr. Ken, newspaper editor, thanks for taking this interview with me. 
Of course. This, this crowded restaurant. But I have to ask you, I mean, we've been talking for 30 minutes and that one guy behind your left shoulder keeps looking at us. Oh, <laughs> I forgot to also mention that I'm being, I have a hit on me and I am being watched by many let's men. Cut, let's cut to this guy walking down the street alone at night. Hey, listen, man, stop right there. Give me, give me your wallet or I'll, give me your wallet or I'll shoot you, dude. Give me, give it, hand it okay, over right now. Okay, okay, but um, I, I gotta let you know that someone wants to shoot me before you. Um, but you know what? I'm all fair. <laughs> I'm all fair trade. Whoever wants to kill me first can kill me. I, I, I just get it over with. Please. Listen, listen. Give me all. Give me your bank account numbers. Give me everything you got, or else you're gonna be in real serious danger. Okay. I mean, someone's trying to kill me before someone else is trying to kill me, but I, I, I will give you all that. Cut to this dude in a trench in a in a war. All right, so the enemy is right over that ridge. Oh. We're gonna, we gotta, we need to stay. We need to stay hunkered down to avoid getting killed. We need to stay out of the, stay out of the fire zone. Okay, we're over here. We're over here. Hey, what are you fucking here. doing? What are you, what are you doing? Oh, like hunkered down? I thought you meant like start to come from nowhere. Fuck, <laughs> oh, Jesus! Woo! Guy next to him gets his head blown clean off. Oh you missed me. You missed me. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Oh, God. Cut to Ken in front of the White House getting his purple heart from the war. <laughs> um, Ken Phillips, we give you the most honored award. <laughs> oh, oh shoot, man. I'm right here. What the fuck? Why Ken, lunges, Ken, Ken lunges at the president and gets taken down by Secret Service immediately. Move, move, move. <laughs> Protect the president. The president. Move out of the way. Anyone gunshot? I don't think they were shooting at me. Oh my gosh, you're still alive. Let me get in front of you in case they try to shoot again. Go back to Dorothy. <laughs> cut back to cut back to Dorothy uh, uh, in her office working on a paper uh, or a story. Um, hey, uh, excuse me, Miss Scott. Yes. Hey. Uh, I'm, my name is uh, my name is Cecily uh, Brownman, and oh, my you husband. Really must change that name. <laughs> What's that? You really must change that name if you're ever gonna get a man. <laughs> Excuse me, I already had a man. He was my husband, and I came here because I wanted you to write his obituary because I heard you were good at it. But now that you've insulted me, maybe I'm not so sure. All right. I'll write you an obituary. I mean, it's probably better off that he's dead now because he wouldn't want to be married to a wife with such a name. Jesus, that's so cold. I don't want you to write my, I'm, that is. Mr. Brownman okay, died in his bed, presumably. That's good. He died very embarrassingly in, in the shower. In so, and the bed's fine. I'll pay shower. you a handsome. A handsome? I'll, I said I'll pay you handsomely. Oh, okay. Your husband was not handsome. Again, no surprise. I'm re I gotta rethink this now that you. Cut to another on. meeting. Cut to another meeting with Dorothy. Are you Dorothy, the news reporter? Yes, I am. I've been looking for you. It is me, the Scarecrow. Your name is the Scare the Scarecrow. Yes, the Scarecrow. Are you scared of crows? I just want to introduce myself. Okay. I mean, the scarecrow is an interesting because, you know, I would presume that, you know, maybe you would be in a 
field somewhere, or afraid of crows, or I don't know, like a bird whisperer. If you're oh going no, no, no! I have ambitions to be an evil villain. Oh, evil villain! We, we cut to a we cut to a like a mid-level management uh, networking event. Hey, uh, hey, man! What's going on? What's with the uh, what's with the get-up? You part of like the entertainment? You dress like a kind of like dress like a scarecrow or something? No, I've come to take over this middle management inter convention. You keep, you, 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 I, interesting. You, you've been really active and like just kind of introducing yourself around and so you're just trying to get like a, you know, like a footing, want people to like kind of know who you are. Is that your? No, I'm just trying to recruit. Ah! Oh. Vane, look at this guy. The scarecrow guy showed up here, but he's no match for you and I, Bane. I'm the Joker. Oh. Get rid of him. Ah, the scarecrow is so lame. He thinks he can be anything, but he's just a lowly villain. And all he cares about is low-level management. Like, <sighs> what does that have to do with anything? I have no idea. Well, let's continue on nefarious plots to blow up this building. <laughs> I gotta. You're gonna blow up the building? Sorry, I'm standing right here. I, I, I gotta. That yes, yes. You, bad. It's bad. If you'd like to leave, you can go. Nuts! I'm not done recruiting, Joker and Bang. Uh, we don't care about your recruiting scheme. This is not sales. Hey, uh, what's what's going you on? You see, there's no, the... there's no teamwork with you guys. It's all about the teamwork. I'll be the group leader, and you guys just don't want to. Come on. What? Now all of a sudden you're just gonna like direct us and and you know, I don't understand you. <laughs> take that muffle off. Fine, fine. I'll take it off. There. That's my real voice. Are you happy now? It's pleasantly, surprisingly <laughs> okay. Hey, I just uh, hey guys, I I just uh got out of evil villain college and. Um, it says here, all you guys require two years of experience for the entry level job, but I don't have any, how could I get any experience? I really want to be a super villain, Whoa. but. You can always take an in evil internship. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, is it paid? It's an internship. <laughs> no. You I'm sick of being. In perks, you know, you might get a free gun here and there. You might get a chance to kill somebody here and there. You cut, know to, um, cut to the evil internship, uh, evil internships like boot camp. There's like four or five interns. <laughs> All right, what I want you to do is get me coffee. Coffee? Just the way I like it, but I'm not telling you what it is. <laughs> Okay. I'm it's I'll like fingers. Maybe there's like some fingers in the coffee. Could be. I think she left. I think she left. Such... <coughs> I think she left. Yo, hey. You guys, yeah. you, you, you guys, um, I think we should unionize. Uh, you guys seem to be really into like working for free and stuff, but I think we should unionize, you know, start like a collective, you know, bargaining. Yeah, I need a pension, so I'm down. Listen, Larry and Ted. That's no good, all right? We came here to be villains. So let's just do that. Villains don't have unions. 
Where is my coffee? Coming up. Yeah, he's he's got it. <clears throat> he's, he's shaking that... it like a like a drink. He's, he's I don't know. <laughs> oh, I love oh, my coffee drink. He's making a cocktail? What are you doing? <laughs> no, he's square bartending. He's square bartending like Tom Cruise in cocktail. This is the best intern. Come, best intern. Come, we will see. Oh, okay. What, why is he the best intern? Just because he knows how to make coffee in a fancy way? How is that evil? I like him more than I like all of you. Yes. You know, the time you <laughs> Cuts a villain Starbucks where now this guy is just a barista. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's one cappuccino, one latte, uh, one eye of newt whole. Uh, so many, my dearie, I'm going to surprise you. <laughs> wow, it sucks that Ted only became a barista and we all became villains. <laughs> We'll cut to uh, Dorothy, the news reporter. Um, she's walking down the street uh, alone at night um, in the city. Psst. Hey, it's you. Hello. Hey. Hey. Hello. 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 I know you. Oh. Who? Hi. I am Sade. Grand Sade. Yes. Yes. Grammy <gasps> winner. Smooth operator. And the baddest gangster in New York. Sade, you and, and Lucy Boogie, you and Lucy Boogie have nuts. We have nuts together. You, I, and Lucy Boogie have nuts. I'm, I'm not quite sure what that means. I don't, I, exactly. Someone told me to say something. I didn't quite remember it. I thought that that was what it was. Somebody told you to say that to me? Yes, we have nuts, you and I. We have nuts. We have nuts? We have nuts. We have nuts. Okay, I'm gonna assume that means, you know, we're both women. You know, there's some con connotation that, you know, sometimes women are nuts, quote unquote, crazy, you know, but that's just code for women being badass women and people not being able to take it, right? Right? Oh, I love that. I love you. Kick, kick. Kick, kick. I love you. Oh, oh, excuse me. I, I dress. Please I love your dress. point. Okay, I, I appreciate that. Just don't, the little kicks. Um, uh, actually, uh, I, I wanted to meet with you for a reason. Um, I've, I've heard you've been asking a lot of questions around town, actually. And um, I'm gonna tell you off the record, off the record, okay? You're, you're not a cop. You can't arrest me. I, I'm not a cop. Okay, I can't I, arrest you. Yes, okay, just putting that out there. I am the one that's responsible for Johnny's death. I have a scar. Shade, and I have a hangnail. Should take Shade take off your shirt. Take off your shirt in the Starbucks, Shade. <laughs> I just took it off right now on the street. <laughs> I have a bra on. Look. We see a. We see a. The, she, Shade's got a gun in her in her waistband. Now, you're going to listen to me very carefully. Ken, Ken comes running in. He senses a dangerous situation. Ken, what are you doing here? Ken, oh, what are you doing here? I'm so sorry. I thought I was uh, sleeping. 
somewhere. Sorry, I, I'm, I'm here because I ratted you out, Sharday. You? To who? I just exposed myself to her. Who did you tell? Who did what? you tell, Ken? Who did you I tell? told the news. I you thought if I was going to die. I just told the news right now myself. Oh, you well, I told the news soup? first, another guy at a diner before I would die. And then I had Wait, you just told a random guy at a diner that I killed Johnny. That's what you're Hey, talking. hey, everybody look there this way. Is. Yes? The scarecrow. Oh. Give me your money. Give me your oh, money. I have 47 cents. Excuse Since. me, sir. Do you know who you're robbing? I am Sade. I am the baddest gangster in New York. You cannot rob me, sir. We love Sade. Ah. Sade? Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know it was you. Hey, are you looking for interns? Actually, yeah. Um, you could go on my website. It's uh, Sade, uh, badass gangster. Sade, I, I told you, don't you want to kill me? Don't you want to murder me? Uh, Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Wow. I really get distracted when people ask me about interning. Ken, Ken why do oh. you want to die so badly? Because people are after me and I want someone to kill me first and I just want to put myself in a dangerous situation because that's the safest way, apparently. Oh, man. How about we just all agree not to rat on each other and we literally <laughs> just all walk in separate directions and go our own ways. And I'm a news reporter. This is my big scoop. I want to have a big scoop. A sniper at the window. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? What? Dorothy got shot. Oh my you god. Again. What? Dorothy. Somebody, somebody call an ambulance. Somebody kick her. Kick the body. Kick the body. Kick, kick, kick. Come back, come back to life, Dorothy, with your little kicks. I'm revived. Oh my God, it's a miracle. Dorothy, as a journalist, it's the most dangerous job on the planet. You have to know that. Run. Run? Run. Talk very quickly, as I do. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. 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 OK, we can end it there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. wait, this is like 22 minutes. And now the house lights flicker and the silver curtain rises cautiously on Act One of Murder Unlimited, starring Carol Lombard as Dorothy Scott, with Reed Hadley as Ken Phillips, Jerry Hausner as Piggy, Joseph Kearns as Jerry, and Ed Max as Broderick. <laughs> Last week, love, as it does to all men, came to Ken Phillips, managing editor of the Evening Times. So he proposed to one of his employees, Dorothy Scott, a shy, sweet, modest little girl, who, as our story opens, is rushing to her lover on wings of song. Well, anyway, she's rushing. Now, you listen to me, Ken. We're going to settle this thing once and for all. Now, Dorothy, I told you last night, that showgirl at the Conga Club had absolutely no right to call me Pappy. I didn't come here to talk about showgirls. I came here to... Excuse me, dear. Yes, dear. Uh, Miss Perkins? 
Mr. Phillips, there's a man out here to see you. Let and... me have that thing. Listen, dear. Mr. Phillips is uh, busy. Oh. And never mind, oh, you know what I mean? We're talking. Ken, we might as well face it. I'm perfectly willing to marry you. I don't care what anybody says about you. I love you, but... Oh. Do you know how long I've worked and labored and struggled on this paper without being given a big assignment? Yes, three weeks. Right. I want action, not a pension. You solemnly promised to let me be a reporter and send me out on a big story. And so I will, dear. I've just been looking through some of your work. Your style of writing has improved tremendously. Now, Ken, do you really think so? I certainly do. Now, take your Lewis story, for example. Ah, oh, here it is. Died, Lewis, Chauncey, 93. Surfaces, 2 p.m., Forest Grove Cemetery. Believe me, Dorothy, you have a natural flair for obituaries. Obituaries? I know what you're doing. You're trying to break my spirit. Honey, Superman couldn't even bend your spirit. I'll give you one last chance. Are you going to let me be a reporter? Never mind, never mind, I'll get it. Now what, dear? This man out here insists on seeing Mr. Phillips. Well, tell him he's dead. Hey, hey. Now what? He wants to see the body. Only relatives are allowed. What do you mean, telling somebody I'm dead? Well, what do you expect? I've been writing obituaries so long, I'm getting corpse conscious. I want to be assigned to something big like, well, like the Murder Unlimited story. Oh, you do? Just like that? Yes, just like that. Well, that's fine. I thought you'd like it. My staff spent six months trying to uncover a mysterious organization that deals in wholesale murder, which for the time being we'll call Murder Unlimited. And you think you can solve it just like that? Yes, just like that. We don't know whether we're coming or going. I've got it all figured out. We're completely in the dark. I've got it all figured out. I think we finally found a stool pigeon who will talk. I've got it all figured but out. But right now, all we know is that they're desperate killers. They've made four attempts to shoot me already. And last night, they got Detective Murphy, my bodyguard. Oh, no, not Murphy. Oh, he was such a nice guy. Oh, Ken, I can't Now, do you him. want to go on the story? I'll get them for this if it's the last thing I do. Listen. I've got it all figured sure, out. Sure, sure, sure. You'll catch them. Yeah. Yeah, you could. Yeah. The police couldn't. My best reporters couldn't. I couldn't, but you can. Can I? Sure. Sure, you could handle a story like this with ease. Oh, Ken, thanks. I, I knew you'd see it my way. See what? I only said... I'll get to work on the case immediately. But I was only kidding. I... Dorothy, come back here. Who did that? Me. Well, don't do it again. <laughs> Say, what's the matter? Is there something wrong with your valves? Now look, sister, I'm Piggy. You certainly are. Go away. <laughs> now look, tell a big shot in there to let me in and stop giving me the brush off, will you? I'm the guy that can give them the lowdown on Murder Unlimited. Did you yeah, say... Yeah, Murder Unlimited. Shh. Hey, hey, what's the idea? Get your hand out of my mouth. Shh. Don't say a word. We're being watched. Come on down the hall. I, I want to see you alone. Yeah, but why do you... Here, quick. We can talk in this broom closet. Hey, I don't want to go in no broom closet with you. What's the matter? Are you bashful? Get in there before somebody sees you. <laughs> sit down on that bucket. I don't like this. It ain't respectable. Go ahead. Sit down. Okay, okay, but quit pushing. Turn on the light now. Close the door. Shh. Now we can talk. Are you comfy? What do you mean, comfy? I've been trying to tell you this bucket I'm sitting on is full of water. <laughs> That's fine. Now tell me everything you know about Murder Unlimited. Come on, come on, come on. Now, you see these handcuffs? Go ahead, look at them. And this here wallet. Detective Sergeant Murphy. Yeah, the cop that was murdered last night. Why, you... Let go, let go. I didn't do it. I didn't kill him. Oh. But uh, for 500 bucks, I can take you to the hideout of the gang that did. 500? Well, yeah. no wonder they call you Piggy. Wait till I see how much I have in my purse. 20, 30, 40. Ow! 
No peeking. Forty-five. That's all you got? Forty-five? No, wait, here's another one. Forty-six cents. Cents? And some peanut brittle. Jeepers, big business. You know, but I could get $50 out of my Christmas club account and pay you the rest after I get the story. Now, how do I know I can trust you? Well, that's silly. Just look at me. I am. That's what worries me. <laughs> you sort of remind me of Sadie Smith. Who's Sadie? A friend of mine who lives up in a big house. You're a dead ringer for her. Except uh, Sadie was a classier dresser. You're kind of subdued. You mean if I wore a bright red dress and carried a violin case, I could pass for a lady gangster? Well, Sadie wasn't no gun mile. She was the arsenic queen. Me and Lucy Borgie, that's what she used to say. Me and Lucy Borgie, we got a racket. Me and Lucy Borgie? Yeah. Piggy, will you take me there for $50 cash and the rest when I get the story? Well, if you ain't got the rest handy, I guess I'll have to. Now, here's the setup. I'll take you to the killer's hideout as soon as I get the tickets. Good Lord, they don't sell tickets. Train tickets. Oh. It's about 50 miles out of town. I'll get a compartment so we won't be seen traveling together. I'll meet you at my place in oh, about an hour. All right, now I'll dress up classy like Sadie Smith. Where, where, where is your place? Down the street a couple of blocks, upstairs from the fish market. Hey, wait a minute. Don't you want the address? Oh, don't worry about me. I'll find it. Today's Friday. <laughs> over the fish market. All right, boys, break it up, break it up. And then keep this stairway clear. If I come down in a hurry, I won't be yelling scat. Boy, what an echo. It's me, Piggy. Piggy, are you busy? Would you rather I came back later? Well, I was on luck all the time. Hello. That's funny, I'd have sworn you had company. Piggy, Piggy, what are you doing on the floor? Uh, I've been shot. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, listen, I, I gotta tell you something before I die. Die? Oh, oh no, no, you, you can't do that. Wait here, I'll, I'll phone the police. No, no, there isn't time. Find, find a man with a scar. You just leave everything in the out. Who? The big fellow shot me. The head of Murder Unlimited. He has a scar on his arm. A scar all the way from his elbow to his wrist. Well, is this his gun? Yeah. Well, can't you think of something else to identify him? Scar. Scar. I know, but I can't very well go around town asking all the men to take their coats off. I mean, after all. Piggy, wake up. Wake up. Oh, oh, he's dead. Hello, hello, Frank. The wire's been cut. Oh, gee, oh, gee, oh, gee. Ken, I've got to tell Ken. Oh, excuse me. Oh, you. Strike me. I, 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 I didn't know you were here. Well, you see, I've been watching this house for several days. Oh. Get back in there. Oh, yeah, you're a detective. I mean, oh, you're a detective. Yeah. I heard some shots up here, and I... Oh, I'm so glad you're a detective. Something terrible has happened. A man... Oh, oh. oh dear, you don't think I... Don't I? I suppose it's only a coincidence that you're holding a gun until there's a body lying over there on the floor. Body? Yeah, a body over there. Oh, that one? Yeah, that one. Oh, embarrassing, isn't it? Come on, what's this murdered man doing here? I don't know. I, I guess it's just one of those things. Well, well, I'll have to be getting along, Mr. Ernest. I, I don't believe we've met. My name is Scott, Dorothy Scott. Pleased to meet you. My name's Williams, Jerry. I don't care who you are. Now, why'd you do it? But I tell you, I didn't do it. I, I was down here getting a story. I'm a reporter on the Evening Times. These clothes I'm wearing are just a disguise. You want to see my credentials? Yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh. And stop pointing that gun at me. Oh, it's empty, see? Well, it's empty now. 